Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of Operation Exercise. Been quite a while till, since I've done one of these on my own, uh, but kind of, as promised, you know, I do want to be more active uh, on this on my own, and I thought now is a time as good as ever to kind of talk about the topic that is always in the back of my mind, and that's kind of always staying game ready, um, always staying competition ready, and stuff like that and why I feel like it's an important topic to talk about now is because for example for me um, my kind of you know football soccer whatever it is collegiate career finished uh, last Monday last five years um, you know I always had competition in the back of my mind and honestly like the even the years before you know I always had a a time for which I had to be ready a time uh, during which I had to be competition ready, a time during which I had to be pre-season ready, whatever it is. Uh, it was all kind of laid out in schedule. It was laid out by coaches. It was kind of always there for me to follow a certain schedule, a certain guideline, even though if it wasn't set in stone, I knew a month, a day, a week that I had to be ready for. And now I kind of realized that it's a really weird time for myself because Obviously, I want to carry on playing um, and it's going to take some time to kind of establish, you know, at what level that's going to be and stuff like that. And I was kind of thinking, all right, well, now I'm done. I don't know the next time I will be, you know, training competitively. I don't know the next time I'll be playing competitively and stuff like that. And I was like, well, how is that going to affect my training? Because I'm so used to almost doing something every day. I'm like, well, what do I do now? Because usually, you know, you have two or three months now during which you kind of relax and then you start getting ready for pre-season for which you know you have to have a certain aerobic base and speed because you know pre-season is always going to suck no matter what level you're playing at um so for it not to suck as much you want to come into it ready um so you know you're not having to make up as much ground as those that kind of didn't do anything and i found myself kind of going into the gym i've had a week off um of just soccer or football completely um, apart from coaching and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, do you know what? I felt like I was going to be like in a lot more pain and stuff like that. So kind of in the gym, I'm carrying on almost doing the same kind of speed and power training as I was before. I'm throwing a few rep more reps in there just because I'm trying to bulk up a little bit. It's the type of training that I haven't had the opportunity to do for more than a year kind of due to COVID, gyms being closed, being in season and stuff like that. was not able to kind of lift heavy weight for a lot of reps. I could do cardio training and aerobic training and stuff like that for at any point and stuff like that. But actually, hypertrophy training, yeah, that hasn't happened for, like I say, at least 14 months or so. So I was like, okay, I'm going to change it up a little bit. And I was talking to some people that have, you know, already graduated and been student athletes. And they were like, what are you doing back in the gym and doing that? And it was like, you know, I took like a month off after I finished and stuff like that. And I was like, well, do you know what? At the end of the day, like, Exercise for me has never been something that I've been kind of scared of or kind of not liked. I mean, part of it is probably down to my coaches that they've never really ran me into the ground to where I didn't want to go to training because I knew it was going to be too hard. I knew we were going to be doing a lot of running or whatever. Kind of the thing that would kind of hurt my body the most is just, you know, the impact of being a goalkeeper. You're hitting the ground so many times that, like, for example, right now, my elbows, my shoulders, my hips are completely out of it. That's why I kind of wanted 
take a couple of weeks off of goalkeeping before I go back into training, go back into playing at a certain level, just because like I say my joints are completely ruined. But as soon as I take the impact out of it, whatever other training I want to do in the gym is completely open to me. And like I say, it's not something like, oh, I don't want to do sport anymore and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, I'm completely happy with it. And I think it's because I made it a lifestyle for myself. Uh, it's something that, you know, I kind of have trained my body to do every single day and for it to actually help me rather than for me to, I don't know, be in pain that day, be in pain the following day because, you know, my body's not ready or whatever it is, you know, I recover the way that I should, even though, you know, I'll still go out, I'll drink, I'll sometimes eat fast food, whatever it is. So it's not like I live a perfectly healthy lifestyle, but the way my body's adapted to it and recovery and stuff like that, I'm never in pain from exercise, just usually, um, like I say, impact training, overuse, whatever it is. And that kind of made me think of like everyone else that's coming, it may be the end of their collegiate career, it may be just the end of the season, and now they have that break. And it's like, you go into that break and you're like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to stop doing any type of sport for at least the next month and that's it. I'm just going to kind of enjoy life, do whatever I want. But then by the time you kind of spend that month, it now becomes a habit for you to not do anything. You know, they always say it takes three weeks to build a habit. So if you take a month off, your brain, your body, kind of everything has got used to not really doing anything um, during the weeks. And now really starts the uphill battle because, okay, so let's say after your exams are finished or whatever, you're at the end of May, you take June completely off. And now in July, you're trying to play catch up to be ready for August whenever you start training. And now you're like, well, first of all, it's going to take you one or two weeks for your body to even start responding to exercise in a way where you're not hating yourself every single day um, because you're so tired, you're in so much pain and stuff like that. And after that, you have two or one more week to get into a schedule of almost preseason and you get into preseason, you haven't really had too much training for anything. You haven't really built an aerobic base. You haven't started your anaerobic training. So you're coming in and now starts that cycle of where you start to hate practice because even though the training may not be particularly hard because you have become completely unfit, it affects you so much worse than, you know, those guys that have carried on doing something. And they didn't have to carry on doing a lot. Just, you know, keep active. Don't take that month off completely because you don't need to. You need a week for your body to recover. You know, every single program that strength coaches write and stuff like that, it has a three-week program, which is either maintenance or, you know, improvement of something. Then you have a deload week. That deload week is really important because, you know, your body does need time to recover, to go through that full range of motion, you know, depending on how you're training, you know, you may not be doing full range of motion squats, you may not be doing full range of motion bench press um, and stuff like that. So kind of going through that full range of motion, just make sure your muscles are working as they should. Uh, you get that mobility back in and everything like that. Uh, and I mean, if one week is enough to recover when you're kind of in the thick of in the thick of things, then why is one week not enough to recover when, you know, you've gone into completely off season? Like I say, I think it's just kind of a mindset that's really been built um, through maybe coaches who train their kids too hard, but then also 
kids that aren't prepared enough that that training affects them that badly. You know, it's a kind of like, it's a two-way street. Everyone's going to find training somewhat hard, but for some it's going to be easier because they're more physically prepared. And, you know, even though do say like, especially a lot of game sports, a lot of stuff is on, done on technicality. You know, how clever you are on the ball, on the field, uh, how technical you are. But at the end of the day, you can be as clever and as technical as you can. If your body's not physically ready, you're in the 85th minute, you can see the pass, but you can't make the pass because you're so tired. You know, you see the open area that you can drift into, but you can't get there quick enough because, again, you're tired. And that's where that kind of the athlete and an actual game-minded player starts to cross over. You know, some people want to be, they're like, oh, I am, no, I'm a soccer player, I'm a hockey player, whatever it is. Uh, I don't need to do physical preparation. But then it's like, okay, yeah, you're kind of right. Like, for example, you look at Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney never wanted to go to the gym because he's like, I'm a footballer. At the end of the day, I'm being paid to do football, so why should I work out? And now we look at him, he was retired by the age of 32, 33, I want to say. And, you know, he went to Derby, became a player manager and stuff like that. He still did quite good stuff, but the only goals he ever scored were from set piece and stuff like that. You know, his body didn't allow him to move. And then you look at players like Tom Brady, LeBron James, Cristiano Ronaldo. Of course, they have the facilities to recover from all their hard work and stuff like that. But, you know, sport and physical activity is a lifestyle for them. And I don't think anyone's going to say that, you know, they are technically bad, that they're stupid on the field. Everyone's going to say, you know, they're really clever players. The positions they pick up, the passes they can give and stuff like that. They're absolutely amazing. But then they also put that physical part in there. You know, being able to stay at the top of their level for the whole game because, you know, their body doesn't get tired. They can take the hits and it, do and it doesn't hurt. They can carry on playing. Like I say, Tom Brady is, what, 42? LeBron James high 30s, Ronaldo, high 30s, yet they're still being able to do that because, like I say, they've crisscrossed those two lifestyles, the actual athlete and the player. And I feel like that's something, how I was saying, it's quite hard to establish unless you have a real need for it. But I think it's a really good mindset to get into. And kind of going back to why I decided to talk about this topic is... You know, if you've just completely finished playing or you're about to go into off-season and you're like, oh, I'm going to take all this time off to recover and stuff like that. Honestly, don't do it. Yes, take the time off the actual impact. You know, especially if you play like those high-impact sports, rugby, American football, normal football and stuff like that. Your body does need to recover from all that. You know, you're going into tackles, you're falling down, you're hitting and stuff like that. But carry on doing at least the bare minimum, you know, go for a run. Even if you're just doing push-ups, squats and uh, crunches, it's going to help you because you're going to keep your body in that flux of being able to exercise and having that base from which you can go on. And then when you do decide to get back into it, um, let's say a month before preseason or whatever it is, it's going to be so much easier for you to get back to that level at which you were during season. And then you go into preseason and now you're not hating yourself so much. You're not hating your coach so much because they're putting you through the same stuff, but you're so much better physically prepared for it 
that it's not having the impact on your body. And now you're seeing improvements on the game. You know, you're not so mentally drained, you're not so physically drained that you can carry on having a good game. Otherwise, you know, it gets to 60th minute, 70th minute. You're getting so tired that you're not thinking quickly. You know, your passes that are usually making it 10, 15, 20 yards, whatever it is, they're now not making it because you're not concentrating enough on your technique. And so like I say, I think it's, it's just a really big thing to stay in that mindset. And that's been a really huge thing for me because now, like I say, the, the last kind of year and a half has really been an eye opener. I've got my body into that kind of position where I'm never hating training. I'm never, I'm, I do get mentally exhausted uh, because of just, you know, constantly having to stay on top of things. I do get tired, but like I say, it's more the impact stuff and it's never like, oh my God, my, I can't jump anymore. I can't kick anymore and stuff like that. It's more of just the impact hurt. And then from then on, if you take two or three days off, your body's back to normal. And now I'm at a point where I'm just like, well, what type of training do I need to be doing now? Because I don't know at what point I'm gonna have to be competition ready. I don't know at what point I'm gonna have to be tryout ready. I don't have to know, I don't know at what point I'm gonna have to be training ready. So instead of deloading myself completely, how a lot of people were telling me to do and stuff like that, I'm just like, I'm just gonna change my training up a little bit so it's something different for my body. And then just almost go back into that kind of performance training and it's just really looking at the goals that you have set in front of you say if you're in off season what are your goals for if you are taking your sport seriously what are your goals for when you actually come back in you know if you were kind of a sub coming off the bench why is that was it just you know because you weren't performing in games you know you were getting those 20 30 minutes and you weren't really establishing yourself well, then maybe your goal should be a little bit different. But if you were a starter, but then a lot of the time you'd get, you know, you'd get subbed off at half time or in 30 minutes. And you're like, well, why is that happening? Maybe look at yourself and go, well, okay, maybe I was getting subbed off after those 30 minutes because, you know, those 30 minutes I was really good. But then that's when the tiredness started hitting me. That's when what I was doing really well in the first five minutes, I wasn't able to do again. So now maybe you go, well, okay, now my goal is to be able to stay at the top of my performance level instead of 30, 45 minutes, 70, 80 minutes. And it's completely doable if you come in with that kind of mindset um, and that preparation into preseason. Because, you know, a lot of people say that preseason is just, you know, about fitness and, you know, getting up to speed and stuff like that. But honestly, the that mentality for a lot of coaches, whenever they see you working harder than you were before, they go, huh, he's, he wants this. Instead of, you know, going, oh, I had a good season. I don't really need to do anything and stuff like that. I'll just carry on getting my 60 minutes or whatever. You might even fall down the pecking order because that guy that was number two for your position, he's now been working hard. He's come in hungrier for that preseason. You know, he's working harder in all the drills. The coach goes, huh. Maybe, maybe I should give this guy a shot. And now he's on the field and now he's able to maybe not have as good of an impact as you, but he's able to have that 7 out of 10 for 60 minutes instead of a 9 out of 10 for 30 minutes and a 4 out of 10 for another 20. And, you know, you kind of really have to look at that and go, okay, so I really have to push myself now. 
And then, like I say, you're going to come into that preseason, you're going to come into that first game on such a better note because you're not mentally drained, you're not physically drained, and you're there ready to outperform every single person in your position. And like I say, it's just kind of, so I think it's just the culture that needs to be kind of more pushed towards people rather than going, oh, we're going all out during season and during preseason, but in off season, we're not doing anything. Why not just maintain it the whole way? Like I say, it's, it's definitely been kind of a learning curve for me doing that in the last uh, year and a half or so. But now I'm seeing the benefits of it. I say I'm not. I'm not saying that this is the method that's going to fit everyone, but it's definitely something to try. And I will 100% tell you that that first session back, that first week back, that first month back, it's going to go so much easier if you're prepared for it rather than taking some time off, a lot of time off. And then not really doing anything. And then, like I say, complaining that your body's hurting in places that you've never even known existed. Uh, And that, I say, it comes from also establishing your goals properly. Because if you don't have your goals fully set, then how do you know what you're training for? Obviously, yeah, you can just keep the same kind of training all the way. But at some point, that's going to interfere with something. You know, if you're doing hypertrophy training, uh, whatever body uh, part you're training, whatever muscle group you're training, it needs three days to recover after that big session. Um, And like I said, say you're in season and you are doing that type of training and you hit legs. So say you hit legs on uh, Monday on your off day, then Tuesday in practice, you're going to be an absolute bit. Wednesday, you're going to be recovering, but then now you have the toll of Tuesday. So now you're going to be even in more pain. Thursday, you're coming off those kind of 72 hours of recovery and you're getting there but now Thursday is your prep for game day because you know if you're playing Friday or Saturday that's going to be a small session and now you're going into your game without really too much meaningful training during the week so that's kind of like I said that's where you really do need to change up your training um, into performance type training rather than anything else but like I say if you're in off season performance type type training isn't exactly what you need because I mean what you're performing for. You're just going to maintain your stuff. You know, you should be looking to improve in areas, not maintain. That's what off-season is for. You know, you you improve on yourself what you've done before because now you actually have the time to do it. You know, you don't have to be up tomorrow at six o'clock in the morning to travel. You don't have to be up at six o'clock in the morning for a lift, whatever it is. You actually have time to focus on your own goals. And knowing the goals means knowing the sport and knowing your body. And that's where I think Uh, some people struggle the most is knowing what their own needs are Uh, and that's when the kind of the help of professional coaches comes in so if you are kind of one of those people that's not too sure about your own goals and needs what your body needs what the sport needs I suggest reaching out to someone and maybe talking about that you know a lot of coaches will don't mind even talking about they actually like it it's like for me whenever people ask me you know what should you be working on stuff like that? I love going into that. I mean, they probably don't want to hear as much as I tell them because uh, a lot of the time it's kind of like a reality check and a wake-up call. Uh, but, you know, I love talking about that stuff. I could talk about it for ages like I am now. And uh, a lot of other coaches are like that as well. So, let's say in these next three months, they're huge to build a base for a successful year. And a lot of people waste them. And I just kind of wish that, you know, for everyone that's listening to this, 
this is kind of one of those things is don't waste the time that you have to do whatever you want. Yeah, what if you want to excel in your sport, and to be honest, excelling in your sport is going to help you excel in your school because if you are a student athlete or, you know, even if you're an athlete and you've just got a semi-pro athlete and you have a job on the side, if you are absolutely smacked at training and in games and you're coming home absolutely shattered, you know, the next day you're not going to perform so well at work or in class because you're going to be so mentally and physically drained. You're going to be more focused on that rather than actually, you know, regurgitating information that you're given in class or performing well at work, whatever it is. But if you have a tough training session, but because you're used to it, you, you're you not as physically tired from it. You wake up the next day, you're going to perform better at work. You're going to perform better in class. You're going to be happier when you go out and meet friends and stuff like that. It all kind of comes together. You know, you have to manage your workload, but you also have to make sure that your body is ready for that workload. And that comes from prep. So really take these next three months, kind of take this all on board and really establish what you need to hit in order to have a successful year ahead of you. Uh, as per usual, guys, if you want any help with this, thinking about your goals, thinking about the type of training that you want to do, more than welcome to reach out. Um, I'll do my best to help you or point you in the direction of where you should really be heading. I realized that this was probably a bit of a tantrum and stuff like that, but uh, really appreciate you guys listening. I uh, hope you kind of gained something from this or this is like open your eyes a little bit. Uh, like I said, uh, keep listening, keep liking and uh, yeah, get in touch with anything. I'll see you next time.